Welcome back. So I wanted to quickly cover a couple things that I watched over the last, I would say, four to five days. You know, one of the things that I always think about and I've alluded to a little bit on this diary or in this journal is that art and movies and stories change from decade to decade and uh, generation to generation. And one of the things that I really like to do is go back and watch movies from the late 90s, early 2000s, mid 2000s, they were just done differently. In my eyes, it was like a very special time for movies. Uh, Dialogue was valued at a very high level (laughs) and where it's kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit in in some of our modern movies. And a lot of that has shifted to the TV, which is now also suffering from the same thing that movies suffered from and you know this it is it's a, like a direct response to culture right it's like we want fast speed razzmatazz action and what sacri- what, what needs to be sacrificed for that and apparently uh, good movies and good tv shows <laughs> so anyway i like to go back and watch ones uh from from years past and look at some of the things that i either had overlooked missed or just just watch it again so a couple of the things that i watched recently were the revenant revenant was uh you know featuring leonardo dicaprio it's alejandro ruto who you know uh, i think the movie had won a couple Oscars or something it's it's a really really good movie it's not heavy in dialogue so it kind of counteracts what I was just saying but it, it's very sprawling and uh in your face and and and, and gutsy and rough and I mean the, the bear fight at the beginning is like crazy and then just the story is uh, a simple story at the end of the day it's not like a plot driven narrative it's a it's a character driven narrative and it, it's just done really really well i mean it it's engaging for how slow moving the the actual storyline is in another movie that i watched recently similar character driven not plot driven uh no country for old men what an amazing movie i mean javier bardem's performance is like <laughs> unreal and so that was another movie that I watched recently. I love it. It's really good. Uh, ending, you know, it's, there's a lot to be interpreted there. I think uh, it's a very theme-oriented movie. So you're looking at it from the perspective of what the, do each of these characters represent. And so, you know, Javier Bardem's character, he's like walking death and like how death is impending on everybody all the time. And, you know, he's he's ruthless in, in the movie. And at the end, he kind of continues to walk forward as death does. And then there's, you know, like the older struggling Tommy Lee Jones, who is kind of evaluating life and can't come to grips with how brutal and how exhaustive the life that he leads is and so it kind of represents the struggle and i'm not going to go through all the characters but yeah it's a very theme oriented movie great super well done especially for an adaptation from a book which doesn't always translate so well especially literary books like like that one cormac mccarthy of course Uh, i haven't read it but i've heard that i would like it i love the road by the way then I also watched Seven, and Seven didn't really hold up that well for me. Uh, I know it was a, a popular movie in its time. I just, 
I don't know. I, I thought it was cool what they did. Uh, the storyline was was pretty cool. You know, I always I've always thought that with the seven deadly sins, and then kind of how it at the very end it it has that big twist. And I know I get it. It's it's cool, but at the same time, I just didn't love it the way that I liked it the first time, or I remember enjoying the movie. Maybe it's something to do with the way that it's shot and kind of feels almost superhero-y in a way. Not that the storyline at all is like that. But just the actual way that it's shot. I don't know. And I and by the way, David Fincher is excellent. And so I don't know what it is. And then I also watched an acceptance speech by Dave Chappelle for the recent naming of the Dave Chappelle Theater at the Duke Ellington School of Arts. I believe that's the name of it. It was the school that he went to in Washington, D.C. And they gave, they retitled the theater after him shortly after his last special came out on Netflix, The Closer, in which it was one of the many specials that he's done that's caught a lot of flack for being very subversive and kind of pushing against popular opinion and political correctness. And, you know, he is someone who is very forward about his advocacy in artistic freedom and expression. As a long list of comedians have been, he falls right in line with the George Carlins and the Lenny Bruce's who really, really try to push the culture forward. And despite what you think of him as a person or a creator, you have to respect his backbone, really. And, and even throughout his entire career, uh, if you followed his journey, you know, he stuck up for what he believed in and what he believes in as an artist. And I think that that's really, really important for all artists and future artists, whether you're an author, a musician, a comedian, an actor, anyone. You know, artistic freedom and expression is is really, really important. And he doesn't back away from that in his acceptance speech really either. And so it was very interesting. And that's all I got for today.